Folks, I got to talk about this. Um, you know, a recent agreement with Saudi Arabia and America and Israel uh, was reached, and uh, you have seen that relations seem to have been normalized between Saudi Arabia and Israel, and there's a lot going on. And Israel, I'm sorry, Saudi Arabia has been a strong ally of the United States. Israel, too. Um, when we went into uh, to defend Kuwait during the Gulf War, where were all our troops stationed? Saudi Arabia. The Saudis allowed that to happen. Uh, you can go back. George H.W. Bush, Clinton, George W. Bush, Obama, Trump, now Biden, uh, very tight with the Saudi royal family. But you got to consider this. Um, 19 hijackers on September 11th. Well, I think all, almost all of them, 18 of the 19, perhaps maybe all 19 came from Saudi Arabia. And there have been longstanding questions about what the Saudi government did um, about that and what they knew before 9-11 um, and what they've done since and how transparent have they been. And a lot of 9-11 families do not like uh, what's been happening between America and the Saudis. They want answers. They're not getting them. We're joined now by Brett Eagleson. He is the president of 9-11 Justice. More on what that is exactly in a moment. But Brett actually lost his father, Bruce, in the towers, and Brett was just 15 years old on September 11th. Brett Eagleson, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing well, Greg. Thank you for having me. Real before we start, 9/11 Justice. There are some organizations that you know support the families. Just tell us what is the mission of 9/11 Justice? Our mission is to educate America and educate the world on the role that the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia played in the attacks of 9-11. And, you know, you, you touched on it a little bit. It's actually 15 of the 19 hijackers are for the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, but we know so much more um, than, than, than just that. That is just merely the tip of the iceberg. What we've learned over our 22-year odyssey in pursuit of justice and answers is that our very own FBI investigated the Saudi role in 9-11 all the way up until 2016, so the FBI started a secret investigation named Operation Encore. The reason it's called Encore was it it's because it was the Encore to the 9-11 Commission. So a lot of these Encore agents have since retired. They've come forward. They started working for the families. Um, and, and they've helped us pursue our own investigation using Encore as a guide, getting these, these Encore documents declassified. We now know that there were 12 Saudi government officials here in the United States supporting the hijackers. And what I mean by supporting, I mean signing them up for English lessons, making sure that they had a place to live, giving them money, um, um, making sure that they knew how to navigate uh, Western culture. So it's been said by one FBI agent who's gone on record uh, um, under oath. It's been said that if it were not for the support network supplied by these Saudi government officials, the 9-11 hijackers would have had a 0% chance of success. So we know this, we know this based on the testimony of this, how many FBI agents have, have said that? How is, is that just based on, on what this individual has said? And forgive me, is there more than one? How do we know that what this guy is saying is true? Well, actually, so that, that, that is just, that is just a quote from one senior level FBI 
um, member. His name was Stephen Moore. He, he signed that affidavit and declaration in support of our lawsuit. But but so much more than that, we have documents from the FBI investigation, which I referenced Operation Encore. We have those documents now declassified. Now, by and large, there are still complete redactions within these documents. I was with Senator Ron Johnson um, three weeks ago in Washington, and I shared with him, you know, the amount of information that the FBI is still willing to give us. And him and Senator Blumenthal have agreed to team up to support our efforts to get more of these documents out. Why is it 22 years later, even despite a presidential executive order, the documents we're getting from our own DOJ and our own FBI are still completely, in, 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 in a lot of cases, heavily redacted. So this is not a partisan issue. This is not a Republican issue. This is not a Democratic issue. This is an American issue. And we see this through all aspects of government. You know, um, the FBI it, it does whatever the hell it wants to do. And it seems like it answers to nobody. And, and senators on both sides of the aisle are extremely and exceedingly frustrated at the level of cooperation that the FBI has given to the 9-11 families. From the very little bit that we do have, however, we can say that we, we can say definitively and confidently there were at least a dozen Saudi government officials who were helping these hijackers. So for me, and I hope for a lot of people, that, that should raise a lot of uh, that, that should raise a lot of hairs on the back of people's necks, is that we really finally need to have accountability and closure. And that's what 9-11 justice is all about. It's about putting pressure on government officials, it's, and it's about educating America, and it's about hopefully one day seeing the kingdom of Saudi Arabia say, you know what, 22 years ago, we're sorry. You know, we, we, we had bad actors in our government. We were being duplicious. We didn't do enough to stop it. Um, you know, I think we all want to move on. I think we all want peace. I think the last thing the family members want is to keep fighting this. We would love our chance for justice and our chance for, for, for vindication. You've been looking at this for a long time. I mean, what, what's the worst case scenario? Like you made that case and there's a lot of evidence that 12 intelligence officials in America, but what, what else would they, why would they be doing that? Like, what would their motivation be? As I said earlier, I mean, there were, yeah. they're our ally. Uh, they, they, they support us. We support them. Ronald Reagan, remember, sold them the AWACS jet. Uh, we get, we've been giving them military hardware for decades. They let us have big bases over there. Yeah. Uh, why, why would they do this? Well, and that, that's a, that's a complicated question and even more complicated answer, but let me try to, let me try to sum it up as easily as I can. It's no secret that Saudi Arabia stabilizes world oil markets. It's no secret that they buy hundreds of billions of dollars of U.S. weapons and Western weapons. So there's a cozy relationship at the tops of each of our governments. But when you look at the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, there's really two elements within the government. There's the political side and there's the religious side. And the kingdom of Saudi Arabia can't function without the other. So, so the side that helps us in cooperating with anti-terror and the side that stabilizes world oil markets and the side that engages with us to buy weapons and have all these alliances is different than the side, the religious side, that funds radical Wahhabi terrorism, that, that, that pushes the most radical form of the Quran. So you can't look at Saudi Arabia or the one side in a vacuum. There's a cancer woven within the government. And it's from that element of that government, which led to the 9-11 hijackers, that element within the government. And like you said last night when I was on your show, the United States government is a very tricky and complicated thing, as is the Saudi government. There's elements weaved within that, within that government, and that is the bad apple within the government that we're after. And Osama bin Laden, I believe, his stated motivation for 9-11 um, 
may he rot in hell, oh, by the way, was right. he was upset that there was this cozy relationship between America and Saudi Arabia. He abhorred that there were U.S. troops in Saudi Arabia and all that stuff, right? Yes, he did. I, I believe, and, and you got to remember, I was only 15 years old at the time, so I was probably more interested in in in, in, in uh, facing girls in the Boston Red Sox than I was about what Osama bin Laden was up to. But what I've learned since then is that you're right. He was thrown out of Saudi Arabia. The Saudis wanted to distance himself from him. Um, uh, he founded Al Qaeda, um, but but really, by and large, he he himself never really took full credit for the attack. Um, what we've learned is that Al-Qaeda had a lot of help from the Saudi government, and they had uh, a lot of money donated to them through through princes and other things and charities that, that were part of the Saudi government. But really, when you boil it down, when you look at what the FBI documents say, in a nutshell, they say that, that, that these elements within the Saudi government used the network of embassies here in the United States to funnel support and resources to those hijackers. And that's really what – that's the main issue that, that we're after is that – there has to be some level of accountability and responsibility for what that country did, because we it can't we can't just be step back and say, oh, you know what, you could attack us 22 years ago and kind of turn a blind eye to it because you buy a lot of weapons, or yeah. turn a blind eye to it because you know you guys pump a lot of oil. That, that that just can't be what we stand for. Absolutely not. We need to know everything, everything. Well. I support what you're doing. Go to 911justice.org, 911justice.org, and uh, more information there. Brett Eagleson, thank you so much, pal. Uh, Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks again for having me. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.